still continue with my message, uh, which we, we started last Wednesday, the assembly of believers. And today I want to take you into another dimension of the assembly of believers. We looked at the things that assembly of believers do, or is supposed to do for us. And then I want to talk to you about another aspect of the, why the assembly of believers are needed. Why God created it that way. God didn't create the Christian to be individually in our homes. At times, God wants us to come together, sit together like we are, and hold a meeting. And it's very important. We have established that. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. And especially in these times when we are getting to the end of the of the of the age and i tell you we are seriously getting there if you know some of the things that are happening you are hearing you know we are there today i want to read first corinthians chapter 14 the verse 26 to 31 first corinthians chapter 14 the verse 26 to 31 paul wrote this scripture to exhort us in how to behave together so that all of us can be edified and comforted and he wrote this and i want to read it i think we can assume our new position of uh, Reading the scriptures and standing, we, we want to go back to the things we used to do. So the opening scripture, we read it. First Corinthians chapter 14, the verse 26 to 31. Can we stand on our feet for the reading of the opening scripture? How is it then? I think they wanted you to say so that I can see on the screens. But now, I will read it from here. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a son, has a doctrine, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by cause, and let one interpret. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church, and let him speak to himself and to God. Let the prophet speak, two or three and let the other judge if anything be revealed to another that sitteth by let the first hold his peace for ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be comforted amen first corinthians chapter 14 the verse 10 now i'm reading the verse 10 it says there are it may be so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification there are it may be so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification that means there, there is none of the voices that does not have a purpose or a, a, a significant has a significant direction shows you what to do that means there are so many voices in the world and each voice has something it brings into the world. It has a direction it gives. It has, it has a purpose it comes with. So that is what the scriptures say. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of his word. Can I hear you say a big amen? Shall we be seated? Last, last week, Wednesday and uh, Sunday, we spoke about the about uh, uh, the, the assembly of believers. And I ended up talking about faith. That one of the things we need to make the assembly of believers very powerful is our faith. 
Faith is very, very important. And so we looked at faith and I said, faith is needed in everything a believer does. Everything we do. Without faith, the Bible says it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to him must first believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it is impossible. A Christian who does not exercise faith in your daily life, it is impossible to please God. In fact, we even realize that Romans chapter 14, the verse 23, makes it very serious. The last part of it says that for whatsoever is of is not of faith is sin. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. That means a believer who refuses to walk in faith, you are sinning against God. You are sinning against the body. You are sinning against many people. For example, if God wants me to act by faith so that I can be a blessing to somebody, and I decide not to act by faith to become a blessing, I have sinned against God. That's why David said, as for me, uh, 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 I will not sin against the Lord by refusing to pray for you. By refusing to pray for you, I will not sin against God for, by refusing to intercede for you. So the believers, our acts of faith is obedience to God and it pleases God. So in everything as a Christian, you must first of all consider whether you are acting by faith or you are acting by another thing. It's very, very important. So when it comes to this world that we are in, we need to understand. We read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the verse 10. That says there are many voices, many, many voices in this world. In fact, there are thousands and thousands of voices each day. You get up and you hear. Some coming from other people, some coming from the devil himself, and some coming from you yourself, your flesh. Many voices. But let me talk about the things that, the voices that are coming from outside. The voices that are coming from outside, the Bible says, and none of these voices hasn't got a significance. That means it has a purpose. It has a direction. It came to do something. I realize in life that when you are working as a Christian in this life, you need to have a lot of faith. To act in faith so that you can resist some of the things that come. Because in many times when the, when the when the voices come, they come with a certain purpose. They come with a certain purpose. Can you imagine Elijah, the great prophet, after doing the wonders of killing the prophets of Baal, just one voice of Jezebel caused him to run and hide. And he forsook his ministry. He forgot about his God. And he ran and went and hid and said that I am nothing. I'm not better than my father's Lord. Kill me here. Just one voice. The voices that are around us are so many. And that's why we need faith in God. We need to trust God. We need to believe God. Now, you cannot just say you have faith. You have faith in what? You have faith in what? What do you have faith in? I have faith in God. Practically, I have faith in God's word. Anybody who wants to walk practically in faith must walk in God's word, must obey Faith has to do with obedience of God's word, even when you don't understand. You see, there are many people who, who just shout and tell, I have faith. Faith in what? I have faith. Everybody has some kind of faith. Unbelievers have some kind of faith. But their faith is not in God. Their faith is not in God's word. Their faith is, is not in the spirit of God. Their faith is not in the son of God. 
Their faith is not in the church. Their faith is in themselves. Their faith is in their money. Their faith is in whatever they can do. Their faith is in the structures they have built around themselves. Everybody has a faith. Do you know that when people come into any place, I don't see anybody who goes to sit on a chair and tries to examine the chair. It's some kind of faith. They believe that the chair, the chair is already good. So they just go, bam. They have some kind of faith. But for us as Christians, who come together, our faith must be in God. Our faith must be practically demonstrated in the word that we believe. So Isaiah asked a question. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who has believed our report? There is a report. There is a word. There is God's word that we are speaking. And Isaiah is saying, who will believe this? Isaiah chapter 53, the verse 1. Who will believe this word? And then I like what he says. When you believe it, the arm of the Lord is revealed around you. The one who believes will see the arm of the Lord and the power of the Lord. In this time, so many voices. But what you must believe is the report of the Lord. So that the arm of the Lord. How do they call it? Will be around you. Will save you. Will deliver you. Listen to me. In this time, we need to exercise our faith more in God. Because there are many things for businesses. Oh, I tell you, businesses. Incomes are not reaching. Incomes are not. Mm. Every day I ask, I, ask Pastor, I ask Minister Derry, I say, how is the business? It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the, everywhere it's not the same. Even people who are working and they are paying them, it's not the same because they can't even get the things they must get. Am I talking to somebody? So everybody, so this is the time our faith in God must be seen. And I pray that your faith in God will rise. Listen, never give up. Never listen to the report out there. Listen to the report of the Lord. The Lord said, I will be with you when you are in the waters. I will be with you when you are in the fires. You see, when God says it, he says it. He says a thousand will fall on your side and ten thousand by your right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with your eyes you will behold and you will see the reward of the wicked. May the Lord stand by your side. Listen to me. We are in a time when so many voices, when you open to internet, you hear all kinds of things. In fact, today I ended up telling something that somebody that I think the world is confused on this COVID-19. Every day they will tell you something new. Of course, we have to understand them. They themselves call it novel. That means it's a new type. They haven't seen some before. So we have, to, we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. We have to give them the benefit. Because they said it's a novel. It's a new thing. They haven't seen before. Novel is a French word. To say that this one is a new, a new kind of strain we have never seen before. And the thing keeps mutating everywhere. So, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. That, because they don't know. Now, would you therefore put your faith in the stories they give you? And they are even trying to tell us that wearing masks too much cry is poisonous. It doesn't build your immune system. And I say, wow. Amen. Amen. So they tell you that when you are alone, it's better to move it small. And that 
you are sitting in your office, it's better for a while to move it small and take in some fresh air. Today, I read something else they were saying. They said, even staying indoors, lockdown, does not build your immune system. Because the human being is made in such a way that when you go out, you meet pathogens in the air. And your natural system stands up to fight the pathogens. So you build immunity by going out. They say we should stay indoors. Now, these are all conclusions. What I mean is that, and I'm not saying we should ignore what they are saying. But what I'm saying is that, listen, put your faith more in God. Put your faith more in God. Who shall be? Romans? In the book of Romans, he raised this question. In the book of Romans, chapter 10. The book of Romans quoted this thing that Isaiah said. But, in the verse 16, he said, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? Then he added, so then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then, if, if we have to believe the report, the report, when we believe, is the faith that comes in us. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, we are hearing all that is being sent out. But when we come together in the church, we will hear the word of the Lord and faith will gener be generated in our heart to confront the evil that is in the system. This is one of the reasons why we need to come together. This is one of the reasons. This is one of the greatest reasons why the body of believers coming together is important. Because listen to me. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I, I, I have gotten times when sometimes you have, you have gone through some kinds of things and you are tired and, 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 and sometimes it looks like you, you don't even have the energy to stand. But you go into a meeting and you just see people. Some of the things that blesses me so much, Uncle Ato, is when I've gone to preach somewhere and I've finished preaching and I'm tired. And I'm standing there. And sometimes you can preach and thinking that you have not even done anything. And you are there and somebody, a young man comes to you and says, Pastor, thank you so much. This is your word. It encouraged me. It lifted me up. You say like, wow. So when I thought nothing was working, something was working. It's an encouragement. We encourage each other. That is why we read that text. When ye are come together, oh, I like it. You know, there are some things in the New Testament I like about it. It says, how is it then, brethren, when ye are come together? 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the verse 26. How is it then, brethren, when ye are come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, ooh, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. When we come together, we carry different things. Sometimes, not even spoken. But your smile alone is enough to encourage another person. You know something? You have no idea saying good morning to somebody. Oh, brother, it's a long time I saw you. How are you doing with your family? You have no idea when you say this alone, what it does. You know, sometimes when you come to church and you see someone say, oh, this brother. You have no idea what you have done. When we come together, when we have a tongue, that means there's a word you have. You have a sound. You have some encouragement in your mouth. You give to somebody. It helps. 
That is why the body of believers must come together. You see, it's just like the human body. The eye is never the eye. If the leg and the head are not there. Because whatever the eye sees and wants, the leg must go and pick it. Without the leg, the eye will be useless. What is he seeing for? Amen? Hallelujah. That is why people who have impediment in their eyes are strong in their body. But look at the way they walk. Carefully. Because the eye must give the legs the direction. Listen to me. We come together like this. But variously we have, is, we have things among us. Even the way you smile, the way you talk, the way you, you go about your things encourages another one. He said, how is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm. When you have a psalm, you say it. You know, sometimes one of the things I like, I, I, I like in church, when we come to church, some of you don't have idea. When we come to church, and uh, there's a worship song going on. My wife has a certain tone he uses. And I realize Auntie Harriet has another. When I'm singing and I'm hearing the two of them, Kai! It, it, it backs whatever I'm singing well. And one day I told Auntie Harriet, who was some, uh, what do they call the chorus? Barry told me, with the twitchira, I feel it that I'm worshiping. You know what? You may think somebody sitting by you doesn't mean anything. But you know what? You have no idea. It was not an accident that somebody today is sitting by you. God orchestrated it. God knew it. God planned it. God allowed it. That's why you are sitting in between of the two of them. It is not for nothing. God did it. Because there is a mutual benefit. So, the believers coming together is not just for anything. Entertainment. No! It's for spiritual purpose. Has a doctrine. Has a tongue. Has a revelation. Has an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edification. Praise the Lord. So it's very important that we have to have faith to resist what is outside. In order to come. So when we come and we do this, faith is built. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Bible says without it, it's impossible to please God. And what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon. Hebrews chapter 11, 32. In the times of old, people, people took God's word and liberate. So when the Bible is giving an account of faith workers, or people who work by faith, or walk by faith, he said, for what shall I say more? What shall I more say? For time will fail me. After you are spoken about Abraham, you are spoken about Sarah, you are spoken about Enoch, you are spoken about all these people. He says, I cannot continue to list it. Time will fail me to talk of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and of Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, rout righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. 
violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Wax valiant in fight. Turn to flight the armies of aliens. Prove it. Listen to me. That is just to tell us. The Bible is listening to tell us that this walk in Christ, in this world, must be done by faith. And I hear you say amen. You can never conquer anything. When you read about this COVID-19 and the way they are talking about it, you ask yourself, when will this thing end? They are saying they are even expecting a second wave. And that the second wave is going to be more deadly. I said, hey, but we shall stand by faith. We shall believe our God. We shall believe the report of the Lord. And the Lord shall preserve our lives. He has done it and he will do it again. Listen. Some of the things you hear, you will never step out of your house. The other day, somebody, somebody, and I'm telling you this, because I listen to the Spirit and I do it. Somebody came to me for prayer. He knelt down, I laid my hands on the head. When I finished, I said, I laid my hands on your head. You don't go and bath, but I believe I should lay my hands and pray for you. And the person said, I'm okay with it. Because you see, at that point of what the person was going through, I just was praying from a distance and I felt in my heart and laid hands on the person. Faith! I'm not saying go about laying hands on people. That's not what I'm saying. Who will believe the report of the Lord? And to whom will the arm of the Lord be revealed? Listen to me, people. We need to walk in faith more than ever before. There are many things out there. There are many voices out there. But when we come together, we encourage ourselves. It says it is for our comfort. Our comfort together. When we come together, it is all towards our comfort. I like the verse 31 of, 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 of 1 Corinthians chapter 14. It says, for ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn. All may learn. May we all learn. How do we learn? We learn when we come together. We learn when we come together. We come together. We are taught together. We encourage one another. We see one another. We believe God for together. We pray together. We stand together. We learn together. And we encourage one another. We keep each other on fire. So in this time, we need to come together more. When the government, our president opened up a little bit for us. Yesterday, a certain prophet, a young prophet who uh, I've been advising for some time, called me. I saw his call late in the night. I called him back and he picked it. We were talking. And he was talking about many things. I said, well, whatever it is, pick it, pick the hundred and use the hundred. Don't sit down. Just use the hundred. Go about it gradually. And was telling me many, 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 many challenges. I said, listen, just exercise faith and go on gradually. It will work. Amen. So we, we, we believers have to step in. I remember the first time this hundred thing was given. I was, I was like, what is hundred? So it means, I called vice, I called Pastor Kwan, I said, so if I want to meet the whole of Fountain Gate Chapel, let me even give my number to be 1,000. 
That means 10 services. What? Can I do 10 services? Yeah, Brent, you know me, yes, sir. Maybe see. What crime have I committed? I said, 10 services, why? And I was, I was talking about, I said, Lord, what am I going to do this Sunday? In fact, my wife and I were in Kumasi that night. We went to Kumasi that Sunday to go and see my doctor on Monday on this hand. So that night when we heard it, I couldn't sleep. I called, I called Bishop Ajinasar. We spoke. I called some, some pastors. We spoke, spoke, spoke. That thing was. In fact, Bishop Asali said he decided that he was not going to talk. He was going to sleep. Because the thing was too confusing. Then we, we woke up and we started putting our heads together. Whilst we were on the way back that Monday, that Monday I decided to do something. We finished with the doctor. Pam, we set off. Just to come so that we can put our heads together. I slept and the Lord said, let the elders of the church take the ark and let them step into the Jordan and it shall split. Oh, come on. I thought you are clapping. So those of you who listened to me on that Wednesday, that was what I preached. And I said, the leaders must come. And we are still doing the leadership something. Sunday, likely. Sunday, sure, not likely. Some of our members will join us. We are going to call them. Those they have called and we have received the numbers. We are going to call 200. First 200, second 200. They will come to church. From next Sunday, not this Sunday, the next one, We'll be doing three services. We will work it out. We'll have places. Others will be here. Others will be here. We'll do three services. And all our members will start coming to church. The whole idea is coming together because God is helping us to put things together. And you know, the system we are using is the best. We haven't had all. Some people said they haven't called them. I said, it means you are not on our data. <laughs> so how? Today, Noella said, how can he not be on the data? Somebody removed their name. I said, since your husband became a minister, you ran away from us. <laughs> How can she not be on the data? Nobody has called her. I said, you better put your name on the data. He said, he's going to give her particulars to uh, Minister Sando so that they will put it quickly. I said, otherwise, you will stay outside. But we are saying, those of you watching me, if they have not called you yet, either your number is wrong or your name is not in our document that you are a member of this church. Some of you, those days when we used to tell you, let's upgrade, let's upgrade, let's update, bring your phone number. If you change it, some of you didn't take it serious. So now we have your name, we are calling you, but the number we are calling is wrong. Even people who married in the church and have gone, people who have married and have gone out, we are calling them and we are getting them. And they tell us, oh, I'm so so and so, I'm married. Why you? May the Lord help us. To put ourselves together. So ladies and gentlemen. It's very important. That all of us should know. That faith is what we are going to work with. We must be ready to exercise faith. Listen to me. Don't listen to anything. Let faith lead you. Let your heart lead you in faith. If you keep listening to the world. You will, you will stay in Christ. Let the word. Let's believe God's word. Let's believe God. God said I will be with you. I will keep you. I will protect you. I will watch over you. Have faith in God's word. And God will surely see us through. Am I talking to somebody? And so, let me end by saying this. That our faith 
will make way for us. Abraham's faith made way for him. Abraham's faith made way for him. In the wilderness is faith that we must exercise in God. Otherwise, we won't go. We should not be like the Israelites who started complaining. Anytime they face something, they say, eh, listen to this. Look at this. We'll go back to our cucumber. No. God has taken us out. He's bringing us to a certain place. May we have the faith to follow him. And may the Lord bless you and your family. May the Lord keep you. May the faith in Christ and the faith in his word, may that faith be, be, be a sound in your ear perpetually. May you know that God is able to deliver you. Come on, turn to someone and say, God can deliver you. God can protect you. God can keep you. Put your hands together for the Lord.